What's going on? This is Domcast episode 85, dude! Hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm with Andrew Good. Bauer, dude. What's up, everybody? Now, I think y'all are getting used to him. He's been here a couple of times now. He's become a good friend of mine uh, through this process of podcasting, I would say, for sure. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to not sit here and talk about music so much and just kind of just chat and have a good time. We have no dates to plug. But we were talking a little bit off mic about... <laughs> Quitting your quitting your job. Yeah. Starting a country band. Yeah. Just gigging at saloons every night. <laughs> yeah. Saloons only. Uh playing Neon Moon, every George Strait song you can think of. <laughs> Just like old widows dancing on the dance floor. Oh yeah, dude. Widows <laughs> on the dance floor. That should be a spin off metal band. There you go. Widows on the dance floor. Widows on the dance floor. What would, we, what would we call the name now for the country band? <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> Contraband. Genius. <laughs> Genius! There we go. Our <laughs> our, uh, our retirement years are planned out. Yes. I'll, I'll be able to cash my Roth in 459. Uh, think we can make it till then? Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll be good. Yeah. Then we'll have uh, a, lot of, a lot of stories to make sad country songs about. Oh, yeah, dude. I wonder if I'm going to go gray. No one in my family has, really. You're what, 30? Mm-hmm. And you haven't seen any? No. Really? Dude, I have. I'm 29. and. But you have two kids. It's different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a That'll little bit more it. stress. Dude, I always, so I always have the kind of the beard going on, and I have for like 10 years. And there was this weird, right around when I got married like two years ago, mm-hmm. I went through this weird six months where you see how my beard is right now, and, and it's, it's all fully brown. Yeah, you have right? a nice beard. You have a really good beard. Half of it turned white. Like from what? here down. Uh, I can show you some pictures later, but it was the weirdest thing. How and it was actually even... it actually looked pretty sick. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it didn't like, stay oh. like that. It did it for like six months. And I didn't know if it was at the time my stressful. job was pretty stressful. It could have been. I've never heard of that before. You went temporarily gray. <laughs> it was only temporary. I thought because it started off right by my chin and it turned white, like not gray. It turned white. And then it started growing and growing, growing. And it got kind of up on the sides of a little bit halfway up on the side of each uh, uh, side of my face. Um, and it was like that. And it's so my wedding pictures, I look like that. The whole thing is it's, it's there for the rest of the time. But then um, it just went away. Well, you know what? You were said you were in a stressful job and you were getting married. Can you talk about two other stressful things? I mean, that's like two of the most stressful things right there. Yeah, dude, getting married is is an ordeal. You, you got to plan nowadays. You have to plan out your yeah wedding yeah. if you're if you're doing like a, a a venue here in in Texas, one of the good ones, um, one of the nice ones. Uh, you got to. Because wedding season's always in like around October. Oh yeah. Or in the spring. At the Waterburger at the Pearl I work at, mm-hmm. dude, we're doing so many weddings right now. It's ridiculous. Really? They yes. host them there. Oh. Are they nice? <sighs> Some of these are rehearsals, and I'm like, how is this a rehearsal? They're, yes, they're they're spending tons of money, dude. Yeah, dude. The the wedding venue ownership business, the the venue that we did it at was called Eagle Dancer Ranch. <laughs> And it was in Sisterdale, which is like 
east of Bernie. So it's it's out in that kind of hill country area. Yeah. And the guy that owns it is Wayne Wright, the attorney. Yeah. The guy from the commercials with the cowboy hat. Yeah, I met him. Texas Hammer. No, 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 not uh, Texas, Texas Hammer. Hammer. He's still he's he's like a short um white guy with with long white hair and he wears a cowboy hat and he's like Yeah. I think his tagline is I'll fight for you. No, no. no I he, keep thinking Texas Hammer. <laughs> Damn it. No. Uh, uh, no, his is like, we demand justice because you deserve or something yes, like that. Okay, and then he yes. puts the hat on and he walks away. But I found out through that process that he doesn't really do anything with the firm anymore. His sons run it. And now his full time. He While we were doing it, uh, he was out there on a tractor. Just We would just see him every once in a while, just like Whoa, off in the distance. Isn't that amazing just taking care of your land and then getting paid for it? This is This is a weird thought. I heard about this. So you know, like in uh, like New York, where it's so congested and crowded, like people usually don't own cars. Yeah. If you have a driveway, or just a parking spot, people lease those out, bro. Yeah. And you know what? A starting price is four hundred dollars a month for a Dang. parking spot. It's probably not even worth having a car there. Most people right? don't. They just drive the metro. They scooters. Are big now with the birds and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and Uber. I mean, Uber and taxi. Yeah, I Uber. I Uber a lot. Enjoy it. Don't drink and drive, kids. Yeah, Uber's been a great resource for that. Don't Unless you're a taxi driver, then sorry. The only time I call a taxi driver is if I only have cash on me. Really? And then if I'm the, if I'm the few times I've been in New York, <coughs> I'll take a cab because you got to do that when you're in yeah. New York. How's a, how is a cab trip in New York? It's exactly. So I remember the first time <laughs> I went with my wife, we went in February of a few years ago and we went to, she surprised me on a trip cause I'm a big bulls fan. And so the bulls are playing the Knicks nice. and then John Mayer is playing Madison square garden the, oh, the next day. God, yeah. So she just, she got tickets for both those things. So we were there in New She's York. She's amazing. First off, shout out to your wife because that's, that's an awesome gift of it. I don't think anyone's ever done anything that nice for me. Really, <laughs> that's pretty damn amazing. Yeah, she's a she's a really good gift giver. She's really Sorry. thoughtful and she surprises. Like for my birthday last week, um, uh, you know how we were talking about on the last podcast, or one of them, you were like, "What's what's your favorite? If you got like a really fancy dish, what meat would you get?" And you know how I was all boring and I said chicken. So I my birthday dinner, she surprised me. Um, first off, I thought it was just me and her and we were going to this place. I forget what it was called, but it was down by the Pearl mm-hmm. and, um, it's probably the water burger at the Pearl. Work at, so. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a patty melt and, uh, <laughs> what was it? What did you get? What I got a chicken dish and it was like, uh, I should have gotten the steak, but steak we, or duck or some other, I, the reason I was contemplating this question is because the other day, again, my chef came out with. We're doing duck breast now. We're going to switch into duck breast. We're As doing opposed to what? Thigh right now, confit. And we're doing the thigh with like a bunch of root vegetables and herb salad. We debone the thigh. Oh, my God. You're oh, like in another good. world when you're eating it. He made this duck breast, though, and he makes it like a tower. And at the bottom, he puts apple butter. And then he gets a pars- two pars- one parsnip, cuts it in half, and then thin slices, centimeter slices, with a Japanese steak, like a Japanese sushi knife, like thin cuts the parsnip all the way down to the halfway point. And then when it cooks, it expands out a little bit, but it's got that sweet buttery flavor. 
with the apple butter and then the duck. That sounds awesome. I figured out like the dudes from Duck Dynasty have it figured out. They get it. They yeah. shoot ducks and they eat ducks every day because duck, I think now, is my favorite protein. I've eaten a lot of animals, dude. Really? I haven't. I I can't remember the last time I had duck. I'm going to try it now. Oh, it's a, it's a little gamey, but it's so good. I like a gamey flavor. Do you like blood in your steak? Do you like a, like a, uh, a I medium do, rare? I do medium rare. Yeah. You're going to love duck. Okay. Yeah, I got to try it. It's <laughs> so juicy, dude. It just And then the apple butter. It's like apple and duck and butter and parsnips. It just fucking blew my mind. What's the most exotic animal you've ever eaten, though? Have you ever eaten like an alligator? Or- um, I have had I have had alligator. I love, like, whenever we get to tour through Louis. my favorite thing is touring through Louisiana. Oh, New Orleans is the my food. favorite city. Yeah, like, We're the food there is incredible. There. Um, so I guess alligator there, frog legs there. Probably the most exotic I've had is I had shark in Trinidad and Ooh. Tobago when I was a kid. Ooh. So it was, like, in on an island. Um, I was on a, I was with my, my dad, and we went on a mission trip with our church. And... Um, they f- they filleted it, so I thought it was just like McFish sandwiches because yeah. that's what it looked like. And they're like, "No, you're eating shark." And at the time, I'm like ten years old, and I'm like, I freak out at first, but you know, you just everything yeah. tastes it tasted just like fish. I yeah. wish I could try it again now. It's so a little rubbery and chewy when I remember it. I had black tip when I was young. Really? I don't even know if that's legal now. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I. <laughs> Because all the Japanese and stuff are fishing, the Chinese are fishing all the sharks. It's probably not legal, but I remember it being very—it's steak-like, but a white, like a white steak that's cooked like medium well. It's like kind of rubbery. I don't know. It was weird. We did it with like a—how do I remember this? It was like with a white wine lemon sauce thing. Y'all cooked it. Uh, my dad's friend. Um, he's kind of like an uncle to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my dad's friends that he's had since I've been born, and we come <laughs> over. You know what I mean? You have those. Yeah, that's it's how. Like, that's so. I'm out of my close group of friends. I'm the only one that's had kids so far. I mean, I have a couple really close friends that that have um, kids. But to make a long story short, my my two kids have a lot of uncles. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is Uncle This, and you just call all your friends yeah, Uncle This and Uncle, Uncle that. Busby. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Busby. Yeah. That's a cool uncle to have. Yeah, they got a lot of cool uncles. I need a couple of my close friends to start having kids so that my kids can be close in age to their kids. You know, I have godchildren, that's it. But I've I've I plan this thing out if I want to have kids cuz I I really always like, you know, I don't want to have them my own. I could adopt maybe, but then I was like, you know what? I the older I get, yeah, it, I do, do think about it. Carry on the name. I or mean, do, I have two do, or do you not care about that? I mean, I love the name. I want to carry on the name, but I also have two brothers. They can do that. Yeah, that's true. You know. But the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. But it is. It is really fun. It's. Have you ever heard of dinking? Do I sound like an idiot saying that right now? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. It's called double. I know. It sounds weird. Double is that income, what the kids are doing no, nowadays? I guess so. <laughs> double income, no kids. And so like, you know, you date someone, you marry them, you use your combined incomes, you save up money for, I think it's like a two-year thing. And then you have a kid. 
that's that sounds like the way to do it thinking that sounds so dumb though yeah sounds like something that middle school kids do yeah <laughs> that's like kind of illegal but not really um <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that the first person in middle school to ever get preggers that tripped me out um i went to a private christian school i did too really and that happened at to one grade. of the people well i don't know who not not anyone in the school whoever her Sancho was or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anybody that uh, that was at mine when I was there what got What school did you go to? Well, I lived in Can El Paso you talk about at the it time. On the mic? Yeah, okay. uh, I I lived in El Paso at the time, and it's called Community of Faith Christian School (CFCS). Okay. Which I just looked up the other day randomly, and it still exists. It still has the same principle. Mine still exists. Yeah. <clears throat> I went to Village Parkway Baptist Church. Was that here? Yeah. Right Do you on. like it or no? It's all I knew. Yeah. It's all I knew, man. I mean, I went to school with the same kids from kindergarten to seventh grade. And then seventh grade and eighth grade, I went to a really ghetto public school. And then I ended up getting into a magnet school with 100 kids. So it was like being back in private school all over. Dang. Again. Yeah, I, like I just met friends finally my second year in middle school. And then I couldn't even go to... The high school they all went to. That's why I don't think I will put my kids in private school unless they end up being like super, super, super smart. And it would just behoove us to do that because of the social aspect. Like that's the biggest thing I didn't like going from a private little school to a public high school. It was a shock. Yeah. I was hearing words I didn't know. I felt behind because I didn't know what certain things were. I didn't even know what condoms were, dude. (laughs) I'm being serious. Like someone was saying something like that and they were making a joke and I was like, I don't understand what this means. I it's socially awkward. Yeah. I feel like public schooling, at least you're in the cut with the kids, you know what's going on. Like when I showed up, I dressed like I was still going to private school. Like in a uniform. And everyone's wearing Jinkos and shit and <laughs> skateboard t shirts. And I'm wearing like khakis that would show my knees and like a little uh Solid blue little button up thing. There you go. God. Yeah, I, I that that was a big jump. My, also, with me uh, in sports because I played basketball, and I was the best. I played basketball. Yeah, oh, I love basketball. That's like my favorite sport. Um, oh, it's hilarious. I was just watching the Clippers game last night. I think you've seen this post with your daughter. <laughs> I was watching it's it with my, with my five-year-old daughter, and we're just sitting there, and we're watching, and I'm like, okay, Nora, so I'm teaching her what a point guard is, what a shooting guard is, what a center is. And I'm like, see the, see the biggest guy on that team? He's the center. And so the other guy, the biggest guy, he's their center, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, halfway through the quarter, I'm, like, trying to quiz her on stuff. And I'm like, okay, Nora, so which guy brings up the ball? on every play to, there's supposed to be a point guard and she looks at me and she's like the white guy <laughs> I'm like no don't no don't say stuff like that <laughs> like, yeah. first off there's no white guys on these teams <laughs> so I, I don't think you know what that means but second off hey you know what it's weird trying to explain sports like when you're growing up my dad explained hockey to me it took me a while when I was young to figure it out and then football Football I got into, it was more of a thing like I always had it around me, but I was never really into it until like college years. And that's when I got into fantasy. That's when I really got into playing Madden. 
understanding yeah. defenses and blitz and screens and run plays and play action and all that kind of stuff. That's when I got into it. There's a lot. I think fantasy football has made me a much better football fan. Same. I'm a fan <clears throat> of players too now, yeah. more teams. Yeah, as opposed to just rooting for one team. You're rooting for you're rooting for situations. You're rooting for exactly. specific players. You're rooting for the quarterback to throw instead of run and like yeah. in certain situations and stuff like that. I've never felt uh, I never wish anything ill upon anyone. I try to be even though I can't be crass and whatnot, but I never wish anything but there's sometimes I'm like, Oh, I hope he fucking I hope this is he goes to the tent and he's out for the rest of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just I mean, something out like cramps and that's it. And, uh, dude, that's how I felt about. So I hate. Like, uh, he, I hope he didn't tear his ACL, but if he did, <laughs> I win this week. You know what I mean? I don't need him to catch another yard. Yeah, or if you have their backup or something like that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's um, it's awesome. I love it. I'm sucking this year in both my teams, but. You can't win every year. You can't predict this game. That's why I, I keep loving it is because you can't predict football. You never know. The it's like, and then now they're, now they're making, um, since betting is legal. What do you mean? <clears throat> what? Sports betting. What? Yeah. Not on an Indian reservation or anything like that. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. You can, you can, um, you can bet. Now I can't remember if it's, um, all over the place, but so you can legit have a bookie. I think so. Everybody doing okay. So how do they if, do this so legally? Um, something just, something was passed in the last couple of years um, to where you're allowed to do it now. And if you so you'll see if you watch like what do you watch for your sports show? Do you watch uh, ESPN or you watch Fox or like I uh, I st- I stream it. Okay. Well, you'll you'll notice a lot of shows now. They have like their segments, right? And we're like, we're NFL Live. We're going to talk about this, and yeah. this, and this. And then they'll have a quick five minute segment about betting now. Like there's shows about it, and they're I like, not know that. yeah, I'm going to take the line on the lines. This is this these are the bets I would do this week, Paul. Blah blah blah. These are the these are the ones send I wouldn't. It to the desert take. people out in Nevada. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I listened to the. NFL, like around the NFL podcast, I listened to. I used to listen to fantasy podcasts, but I just gave up on that. With it, Matthew Barry? Uh, not Matthew Barry. Dude, which one? Dan. Well, I listen to one with Dan Hansis right now, is the main guy, but I didn't know gambling. Because when I watch my sports, I go on Reddit. Is this illegal to say? I go on Reddit, <laughs> and I go to NFL streams, and then I find uh, Red Zone usually. Do it through my PS4. Man, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> I do it through my PS4. And I get through the stream, and then it runs perfectly in HD on my TV. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a cable cutter, I guess. Yeah. Did you get Disney Plus? Not yet. But my friend Jordan Webster that <gasps> I've had on the podcast before. Yeah. Uh, we talked about like, mental health and everything. She works for Hulu. Mm-hmm. So she told me the whole deal. And I didn't know. I thought it was like twelve ninety nine for each one of them. I didn't know it was like basically a bundle. Thirteen bucks to have Hulu, ESPN, Disney. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's how you bundle it up. She explained it to me. I have it in text. I can re- I can send it to you because the way she explained it to me, you have to have the right 
email with this email and then it gives you a discount for this and that and I, I don't know. She explained it to me. I'll figure it out later. But I, I'm going to get it. It's awesome. It's just nostalgia on a page. Everything. They have all the... Cl- you know, do you remember when we were kids and they were like, this this Disney classic is is available right now, but it's going back going in, in the, the vault. vault? Yeah. Yes. So they have a whole section that's just f- from the vault is what it's called. And it's all the classics. Um, the old Dumbo, Pocahontas, um, oh, yeah. Peter Pan. Jungle Book was mine. Jungle Book was on it. Lion King, um, all the princess stuff. So like my daughter loves that. And then they have they. Do you, ha- do you think Frozen is like brainwashing? Because I've not seen kids flip out over a movie and be so addicted to a movie. Brainwashing how? Dude, they play it on repeat at HEB when I'm walking by. It's like I even know the song. I don't even have kids. My, go my godchildren would watch that thing over and over and over and over. What's the song? I remember the song. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Like, how do I know that? It's brainwashing me. I'm not even watching it. It's got to feel so good if you're, if you know how there's some songs that really hit and then other ones that didn't mm-hmm. from different Disney movies. If you're one of the writers of like, <sighs> like Under the Sea or. You know, one of the Lion King songs or something like that. Payday till your last day. Yeah. Royalties to the bank, bro. Yeah. And they're, Frozen 2 is coming out this week, I think. Oh, my God. That's going to be. I think it's this that's week. That's going to grow so much. Yeah. That makes sense. Tis the holiday season. So. Yeah. Playing out. All the kids can watch it on Thanksgiving. So Disney has all that, plus Star Wars, right? They own all Star They own Wars. all the Star Wars. They have a new original show that you've probably heard about, The Mandalorian. I've heard about that. Bill Burr's in it, the comedian. I don't oh, really? Know, I, I haven't don't know seen what he yet. plays, but... There are two episodes in, I think, as of right now, and I haven't seen him yet. Um, but it's also not about what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was about Boba Fett. I thought so, too. It's not. It's, it's after... I think it's after The Return of the Jedi... As far as uh, time period, they said it's like five years after that. How's that possible if there's a baby Yoda in it? It's not actually Yoda. Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's it's that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, that must be Yoda. The other thing they say in the show is that baby is fifty years old. So Yoda must be. Yeah. By the time they look mature, they must be like super old. But that's so that's not Yoda. It's just the same species. Okay. And they also haven't they haven't stated what that character's purpose is yet. Basically, his first thing is he he gets a bounty. He gets a job Mm -hmm. to go retrieve that little Yoda creature. And then he's just bringing it back right now. So we don't know. We don't know what it's about. But I also thought it was Boba Fett and it's not Boba Fett. It's 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 it's. Another Mandalorian? Yeah, exactly. And it's not Django. Okay. Or Django or whatever his dad's name yeah. was. So it's it's interesting. There's also there's a character in the very beginning. You know Carl Weathers? Yeah. The guy from um oh, ha- Happy uh, Gilmore. Yeah, everything. Um, <laughs> I love his, his appearances in Arrested Development too. He did make little oh, poppins. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Don't throw that bone away. You can make a stew. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he shows up in it. He's the 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 big job that this bounty hunter got to go get the little Yoda creature. He goes to Carl Weathers at like a saloon, and he's like, apparently Carl Weathers is the guy that gives out the jobs. Contraband is playing there. Contraband, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the um, saloon, yeah, at the saloon. 
And there we can play the That song slaps, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I thought when it, when I saw him at first, I was like, oh crap, that is um what's his name? Um the actor's Billy D. Uh, I don't know. You say Billy, I think Billy Ray Cyrus. No, it's the... Um, Billy Bob's Beds. No, from the old Star Wars movies. Um, why can I not think of his name? Oh, yeah, the guy who... Um, in Bespin? Yes. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Why can I, I don't not know think of his name? But yeah, he, I thought, he was I, like a pilot, but he turned on him. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. So I thought it was him, and I was like, oh, crap, because that would make sense, because Boba Fett was there Bring at that time around. when they froze Han Solo and they took him yeah. away. Um, but it's not him. It's Carl Weathers, who's a complete different character. So there's a bunch of characters that look like other characters, but they're, but they're not reimagining them. Maybe I guess. So far, so far, it's good. It's interesting. Um, I, yeah. Star Wars is a thing that I didn't get into until I was older. My, I grew up. I remember watching them, but I didn't. I wasn't into that stuff. I really like nerdy. Like my grandma was a biology teacher my aunt's a primatologist i was really into like we would have national geographic tapes like i didn't have all the disney movies i had the ones that involved a lot of animals which i guess most do if i think about it but like i watched jungle book a lot but besides that i was watching national geographic um elephants of the sahara you know whatever yeah crocodiles with like the old british guy it was like it was like yes exactly (laughs) david attenborough well the poison arrow frog is only poisonous because of the bugs and insects it eats you know like something like that that's what i was really into that's on the plus two the apparently disney owns i don't know if they own national geographic but they have all that that they have all the star wars they have all the disney movies and they have all the pixar and then they also have you remember all the disney channel movies and the Disney Channel shows. <laughs> like they got Lizzie McGuire. They <laughs> yeah. got That's So Hannah Raven. Montana, all that kind of stuff. They got all that. They got Johnny Tsunami. I, I remember, remember Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> Brink. I don't know if you ever saw Brink. No. That what was, was the one with the two guys? Drake and Josh? Uh, I th- or is that Nickelodeon? I think that was Nickelodeon. Okay. Dude, that Josh guy, he lost a... Have you seen him? what he looks like now? Oh, yeah, he... He slimmed down. Yeah, I like, like that boy's on keto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah for a sure. pre-diabetic. I don't know. They got that boy slimmed down. Yeah, he was or maybe big. he made a ton of money and was doing blow cane out in Hollywood. Who knows? Maybe that Hollywood ruins people. That man. white diet. Yeah, Hollywood ruins people. It, I'm always happy to see like a child star who came out all right. Yeah, made it. Like Lindsay Lohan, she took her dive, and I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" She's like, "You know, horrible." Um, but like Hillary Duff, normal life, mom, married. Yep, it's good. The industry didn't totally destroy. Yeah, her. and then the, like, um, do you remember when Joe Rogan had Macaulay Culkin on no. on his show? Yeah, he did that. Like, I think it was last year. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's not. It's How not. How I not know about this episode? <laughs> yeah, it's on there. Um, it's not as good as it was supposed. To, I thought it was supposed to be. So I saw that he was on there. There's some guests that I get really excited for. Like I got really excited for the Edward Snowden one. The I got, Snowden one was awesome. He has that Cameron Haynes guy come on. Yeah, the hunter, the bow hunter. Yeah, that guy's insane. I love that guy. That, that guy's a motivational I follow Monday. Him on Instagram too. 
he runs like a marathon a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he had, and when he had Macaulay Culkin on, I was super um, excited. And like Elon Musk. That Rosie was, O'Donnell. That was actually really interesting. Elon right. Musk was crazy. Yeah. How simple he made it sound. When Rogan was like, so how do you get a permit to like dig underneath LA? He's like, I just got a permit to dig a ditch. Yeah. It's as simple as that. He talks kind of weird too. He does. Like he's, all those smart guys are. He's very, a little uh, bit different. he's out there. Yeah. You could tell his brain's like firing off. Didn't he say he slept like on the floor at his, I mean, I've read things where they're like, Musk has been up for like 11 days. He's sleeping on the floor of the Tesla factory until all these are done. I believe it. The guy's like crazy, bro. Yeah. Talking about uh, amphetamine-like things to stay up for 11 days. You were telling me about Somalian pirates earlier. <laughs> yeah. Dude, can you break this down for me? Because I'm picturing it in my head, and it makes it more intense. Because I remember it was 2008, 2009, the Somalian pirates. In my head, you're on speedboats, you're wearing gold chains, you got AK-47s, and you're robbing people. Yeah. You actually know some substance on this. Well, I read a book um, when I was doing some traveling uh, last year, I think. And the book is called The Desert and the Sea, 977 Days Captive on the Somali Pirate Coast by, I think his name's Michael Scott Moore. Sweet and Jesus, that guy. Nine hundred and seventy-seven days as a captive. Yeah, I only I only read like the first half of it, but the stories are they're super interesting. Basically, he's a he's a writer, so I th- I think he was a journalist or something. He was a part of some crew that came over towards the area to cover something else, and then he got kidnapped by Somali pirates. God, and the stories are interesting, like. They keep them in captivity, and basically what they would what they would try and do is they would just try and capture Americans and then put ridiculous ransom amounts on them. Yeah, so you're, you're bargaining chip. Yeah, and that's how they make their money. Like when they first got him, his ransom amount was they're asking twenty million for this guy. Oh my! God. He was there for that whole period, nine hundred and seventy-seven days, and they eventually let him go for one point six million. Oh my! God, so it, that's dude. how that's how they make all their money, apparently. Uh, or at least that's what he says in the so book. They got to keep you in semi decent shape. They yeah, they do. Kill you. They do. They they. He said it got to the point where it was pretty lax because you get to know the your guards and stuff like that. And so they would. You just, know, you're not going anywhere. What are you gonna jump off the boat? Get eaten by sharks? Or this guy's gonna slit your throat? Yeah. And there's or a shoot you or what? I don't know what they do. And there was a couple times where he said that he had an opportunity to like. He could have grabbed a gun or like a guard fell asleep or or they trusted him enough to where they let him hold a gun for something like because they were like, hey, watch out. Some other people are going to come. But he never he never like shot his way out or anything like that. He just waited it all out. But the other thing, the reason we were talking about the amphetamine stuff, the other thing he was saying is that all of them are hooked on this plant called. Is it cat? Yeah, it's called cat. K-H-A-T. And it looks like, um, I mean, it, it just looks like, it looks like a weed. Like, you know, when you get, um, like a bundle of asparagus. Yeah. Yeah. It looks similar to that a little bit thinner, but it's like that. And people, and I think you just chew on it hmm. and it makes, it's kind of like a, it's like meth. And it gets and you going. It gets you going. People, all those guys are all hooked on it. I've never heard of this thing in my life. I'm going to pull this up. 
And so he would say that they would spend most of their time just trying to find more of that stuff. Because apparently also you so kind of build a tolerance. whole life is just traveling the seas to find more cat. Find more cat and just um, capture prisoners and ask for ridiculous ransoms. Oh my God, here it is. It's a stimulant drug that comes from a shrub that's grown in East Africa and Southern Arabia. Like chewing tobacco, leaves a cat shrub or chewed, yeah, held in their teeth. Cathinine is a stimulant, and it makes the person feel high. Very interesting. Yeah, and so he was saying that because they were also all cracked out all the time, some of the guards, they would do a lot of like irrational kind of things. They would either be like super friendly, or they would be super ridiculous. swing's got to be next level. He said they wouldn't eat, because it's also like an amphetamine, you're not hungry. That's true. So Listen, I take an Adderall. I don't want to eat at all. Yeah. It kills my appetite. Even what? though I've gained 11 pounds. I know you don't believe me, but <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know where it all went. I'm jealous, dude. I shed all the like carb weight and just gained protein weight. Muscle know. weight. Yeah, I guess. Hey, that's the best. That is the best. <clears throat> but the beer weight and everything, all that went. But I still save I save my carbs and sugars mostly for alcohol. Because now it's like I don't I've already eaten so many delicious things in my life and I work for so many amazing great chefs. I really oh, don't I bet eat. that's life changing. Oh, you're doing the thing tonight. Yeah, we'll go to that. So we're going to in San Antonio, Texas at Lucy Cooper's. They're having some of the top tier chefs, the best of the best of the whole city of San Antonio. They're calling it a night of poetry and jazz. And they'll be reading their worst Yelp reviews to a jazz band playing in the back. That sounds awesome. That's the way to do it, dude. I feel like everybody that has a close group of friends should do something like that. Right? Like, I think roasts in general, I think they're not as big as they used to be. No. You know, the, the big Comedy Central ones? and all that, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, super trendy for a but while. Roasting is a lost art form. That's Episode 100 is going to be a Dom C. Roast, like... I'll probably invite you. I'm going to have a bunch of guests over, and y'all are just going to roast the hell out of me. That'll be fun. So, All right, I got to write some jokes. <laughs> all, all day. There was that last one with, um, who were they roasting? I think Alec Baldwin. Mm, yeah. Uh, was it Alec Baldwin? Yeah, and um, Nikki Glaser. Oh, she's comedian. good. She killed. And she was, she was on the Joe Rogan podcast later yeah. off of that. And she was saying that there was a bunch of jokes that... Hold up. Rinaldi just walked in. We got to check something real quick. BRB. And we're back in the pocket. It was 15 minutes for us. uh, About one second for you. (laughs) Thanks to the magic of audio engineering and technology. We're here with Andrew Bauer. It is November 21st, 2019. And you were talking about the Alec Baldwin roast, I think. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. There was the then I was I was talking. Nikki Glaser was on it. Love her. And her jokes on that were they killed. They were awesome, and they were pretty edgy too. Oh yeah. Um, and she did some about Caitlyn Jenner, who was there, but <laughs> later later after the roast, like the week after, she did the Joe Rogan podcast, and on that podcast, she was saying that she had even better harsher jokes but they wouldn't let her well basically comedy central like okay so you know how um caitlin jenner 
killed somebody with her car. Did you ever hear about that? Yeah. And just it got swept under the rug and like, you know, um, basically she had jokes about that. Like she was like, you yeah. should, you should name your show keeping up with the car, car crashians. And like, <laughs> Oh, it's a good joke. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, um, and That's then a good one. playing on the trans thing and all that and everything. Um, and they were pretty harsh, but they were funny. And, um, she was like comedy central just reached out to them and, and she was like, you can, you can do these jokes. Like we're not going to stop you. Um, but Caitlyn Jenner said that if you, do talk about like the car crash and stuff. She will just get up and leave like the roast. And so basically that's why I still think she should have done it. She should have. I guess a Frenchman's fuck. Yeah. But, um, I forget what the exact jokes were. If you go back and you listen to that Keeping podcast, up with the car crash. <laughs> that's a good one, dude. That's solid. It was hilarious. <clears throat> no, she's awesome. She's hardcore. Um, she's just great stand-up, especially for a female. She likes to push limits. That's what this whole outrage culture is like ruining comedy right now. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not a stand-up comedian, but I like to have a good time. I like jokes. I appreciate good comedy. Sometimes I'm funny. That's about it. But like I've been a fan of comedy my whole life. Like I want like when I was a kid, I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. That was my dream. That's what I wanted to do. And they always say, what you wanted to be when you were a kid is like, you know, what did you want to be when Dude, you were a kid? Dude, that would be the best gig ever. What I wanted to be when I was a kid, uh, I wanted- Do you remember the first time you were like, I want to do that when I get older? Uh, I wanted to be a cowboy. Yes! <laughs> that was it. Yes! Not a Dallas cowboy, just a cowboy. No, just a cowboy. Uh, just have a horse and just ride around and- do lasso stuff and everything. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I grew <laughs> do up. Do lasso stuff. I, I grew up in Michigan close to Detroit. And when it, yeah. when I was like 11, we found out. My family's from Dearborn. Really? My dad's from Dearborn. 45th and Telegraph. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Did we talk about this before? Maybe. Yeah, dude. My dad's from Dearborn. I think we did talk about that. Yeah. 313. What up? Heck yeah. I, but I was only there till I was like 11, I think. Yeah. And at that time I was super into that kind of stuff. So when I found out we were moving to Texas, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm gonna move we're gonna move there and everybody's gonna have horses and Everyone cowboy hats and blah blah blah. And then we got to El Paso and it was just like, Nope, everybody just speaks Spanglish. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a fifty fifty shot of understanding when you walk into the gas station what people are talking about. That's exactly and true. That's about it. El Paso is pretty much Mexico. Yeah. For sure. That's crazy. Dearborn, <coughs> small community up there. Yeah, we lived in Troy. In Troy? Yeah, I was born in Ann Arbor. Okay. And then we lived in Troy and Ypsilanti. I have a, I have friends from Southfield, Dearborn, Detroit itself. Yeah, it's weird. But I grew up. That's why I love hockey. Cause my I'm a firstborn Texan. Yeah. I'm native Texan, and I praise being a native Texan. But my pops loved hockey from being up north. So I, I was immediately a Red Wings fan. Oh, yeah. Since I was a kid. You have hockey town out there. Yep. Have you ever that. been to a, a, an NHL game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I usually go once a year to um, the Stars. I'll go to Dallas and watch them play the Red Wings. Nice. They usually do it in February or January. January, they usually play each other. 
and they'll do like two games or something. Dude, there is nothing better as far as sports, um, like a playoff hockey game. Oh my god! Well, a hockey game in general, thing. you can watch the rampage, or you know, all these farm teams. Yeah, most of them have the starters just playing on the farm team to keep their reps going. Yeah, we just went to one um, last or a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah, with my daughter and my son. <laughs> dude, next time you go, let me know. Yeah, I'll let I'll you know. I'll take off work, dude. It was a blast. It was a they were it was a lot more fun than I thought it was gonna be. Dude, they they have like dog nights, <laughs> dollar beer nights, dollar hot dogs, dollar. It's great. Yeah. I mean, by the end of it, my daughter was like screaming like a Neanderthal because you realize when they would <laughs> when they would get hit screaming like a Neanderthal or when they score like the whole thing lights up. Oh, yeah. And it was like, ah, or whenever they like a big hit. The other the other thing I noticed in. um, So I was telling my daughter about like good old NHL hockey fights. Oh, yeah. And I was like, OK, so what 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 you really got to do is first off, you squ- you square up with the guy. You look at him and then you throw your gloves off. And that's how you know it's on. And it's then on, it, and, and usually he, the refs are cool with it because they're like, okay, let yeah. them get it out. So and the NHL, they're over. cool with it. And then what you got to do is, and they fight standing up the whole time, and you got to grab the other guy by his jersey, and then you just try and hit him with the other hand. Over and, and over Both and over. people are just no defense, just <laughs> fumbling each other until it stops. But at the Rampage game, they didn't um, – there was like three times where fights almost – they would start and then yeah. they immediately got broken up and then they had to go to the penalty box. They've been cracking like, this down is lame. more. They're like, they're like, this is an Olympic sport. You shouldn't be being like that. They don't care. That's a huge part of hockey. I hope they never take that away, uh, especially they're in the NHL. They're slowly doing it more, but I mean, <clears throat> these people still don't care. That's why I love NHL players. They're not here for the fame or the glory. They want their name on the cup. That's yeah. it. I was talking about this the other night. My homie, uh, bartends of Blue Box, Chris. We're talking about what we think like the dopest trophy in any sport is. Not a Super Bowl ring, not what it's the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and the fact it keeps growing and that your name's on it forever, forever, and sometimes multiple times your name's on that thing. So we were, I haven't looked into it, but I was like, there's got to be a book because it's been around for 130 years, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's gone through it's gone through a couple changes though. It has. It, yeah, it originally started as a, a small. Yeah, I know it was like cup. this big. And then they 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 kept running into the problem of how do we how do we because we want to keep all the teams on there. So how do we keep growing and keeping the names yeah, on and, and stuff and everything? It? Well, the cup that is now was made. I looked this up at one point. I, it was made in the seventies, I think, in the sixties or seventies, huh. and they made it so that, like, the way it is now, it's probably almost as tall as us. Yeah, um, with I took all... a picture with it once. Really? And, yeah, that's awesome. Do you, <laughs> that's do so you remember sick. the place called the Crystal Ice Palace? No, it sounds like somewhere you buy meth. But <laughs> the Crystal Ice Palace was like the old school skating rink, and they brought it in town one year. Oh, that's so, so cool. So my dad took us out there. It was like one of those dad things. And was that guy there, the guy with the white gloves? Oh, yeah. He was all there. You couldn't touch Can you imagine it. having that job? Oh, awesome. Yeah. How do you land that? I don't know. I and, like cups. <laughs> and I is there like a backup? Uh, is there like a guy apprentice waiting oh, for this I guy to retire? Dude. And this guy's like, sorry, kid. This life rips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing a world tour with the dopest just trophy ever. Just touring Lord Stanley. So then they redid, they redid it. They redid it so that it could Keep do the tier on. system. Yeah. And so if you look at it, the all the teams' names are in a square block on one of the tiers. Um, 
uh, like in that kind of shape. They fit them all. It's pretty small. And then they make it so that, I mean, you, you only, you only put the whole team on there every year and now the thing's really big. So it's going to be like another decade before they add and they make it so that you can add in like, it's like a cake, like a wedding cake. Add another slice. It's made so that now you can't. So hypothetically, It'll still because the names are so small and the, the the cylinder is so wide at this point, like we're talking decades before they add or at least a few years before they add on another tier. And then that one's going to be even bigger. So, I mean, in our lifetime, we'll probably only have one other tier, tier on it. Yeah. You know, I was really happy to see Ovechkin win one. I watched him oh, play yeah. my entire life. I always loved him. I was never a Capitals fan or Washington fan. But like I said. I'm a fan of certain players. Yeah, him and Crosby, it was like Manning and Brady. Yeah. Going against each other and stuff, and Sid the Kid would always win. And then, man, when he won, I was so, I was really happy for him, too. He partied so hard. Yeah, it was like two weeks of straight. He was like in a fountain (laughs) drinking beer out of it, all drunk at one in the afternoon. It's like, just living his best life. Every concussion, every tooth (laughs) you've lost, everything, dude. He got it. Yeah, those are the kind of guys you root for. Yeah. For sure. I'm so happy. I felt the same way about Toronto, the Raptors winning. Because yeah, that was their one. I yeah, don't think they're going to win again they've for They've never long time. won one, right? Correct. That was yeah. their first? Yeah. So you like basketball way more than I do, though. I, I'm not really into basketball like I used to. Yeah, that's my favorite favorite sport. My favorite sport to play, favorite sport to watch. But it's also because I grew up playing it, and I played it in high school and played a lot of I still play a lot. And I do like leagues and intramural back when I was in college and stuff like that. Um, so I also understand it a lot. I never played football because Thank uh, God, because you would have CTE right now. I have CTE yeah. from just head injuries, I'm sure. But well, I've thought I'd my wife and I have talked about it. We're not going to have my son in football um, because of that. You're a musician. Yeah, I'll, give him, I'll give him a guitar. Or he'll play baseball or something. If baseball still, I mean, if you go off of contracts baseball's where it's at that's the best money for just chilling yeah and Guar- they have best guaranteed contract even if you're not that great but you're like a decent minor league player mm-hmm. you can make six figures and you're traveling it's i mean for a young guy well, they play like a hundred and something games a year uh yeah a hundred and 30, i could be, i could be wrong i want to say 162 162 i want to i i need to you know what that. you're right because they do those when they're in one city and they'll just play like Five yeah, nights they, straight. They do series. Yeah. Which, can you imagine that life? That has to be the best ever. You can have just like certain you're pockets pun- of friends. Yeah, and you're put up in certain cities, and every time you visit, you're like, hey, my friend's in Boston, or hey. Yeah, my- and you're going to be there for three nights or whatever. Yeah. So you can actually like. There's so many people on the team. You could sit out in the dugout with a little hangover. Oh, yeah. You know that shit. happens. Well, that pitcher that died uh, last year. Did you hear about that? The Angels pitcher that died? And he was like, all right. He was 26. What happened? And you know how you know how in the MLB, uh, it, when you're a pitcher, there's like you're off most of the days. And then you have your day that you're on that you pitch. And then you have the other days are rest days, but you're still with the team. Yeah. They were traveling. And on his one of his off days, he was just found the next morning dead in his hotel room. And after Was he juicing? Well, after an autopsy, like way later, they found that he had done I forget what it was, but he he had done some sort of drugs. So they think he might have accidentally 
overdose, but it also wasn't really much wasn't disclosed just out of privacy for him and everything. Um, Respect that. But he was just he was just healthy. I mean, obviously healthy, good looking guy. And but baseball is also the only sport you really don't have to be the most healthy. No, you know who Bartolo Colon is? No, I don't know. I don't I'll show know you a lot about baseball. Okay, <laughs> trust me. He's like three hundred plus pounds. Pitcher for he was he he was really famous on the well, Mets. You can probably throw a fucking ball if you're three hundred pounds. You got a lot of power behind that. Yeah, he's he's he was he's good. I can't. Remember, I don't know if he's still playing or not. But he's like everybody's dream. You know how like people watch Ben Roethlisberger and they're like, you know what? I could do that. I could get up off the couch yeah. and I could do that if Ben Roethlisberger can do it <laughs> I, I'm convinced Ben Roethlisberger like chews like six Vicodins washes them down with a couple of Miller lights and just goes out there and plays yep and I really he's not doing any TB12 I, <laughs> I don't believe his rape allegations I think Pittsburgh's just that kind of city and some hooker not a hooker but you know what I mean some loose woman at a dive bar was like, yeah, I'll bang you in the bathroom. And then like, oh yeah, you're famous. Now I'm going to sue you. That's what I think. Am I defending him? Maybe. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he's the kind of guy too. He's a man of the people. He's chilling at dive bars in Pittsburgh. Even though he's a multi-million dollar... Is he married? He's not married. I don't think so. Big Ben. Yeah. That's I wonder if he's got a tiny clock tower. <laughs> who knows I think a big Ben I think of Ben Wallace used to play yes Pistons. he's a beast I think he was just in the most recent Hall of Fame class good he which makes me it. feel old yeah because I feel like that was like yesterday 1998-1999 and then they won in 88-89 and somewhere around there yeah but Ben Wallace was like the 05 yeah when they had Oh, you're right. It was a five, and it was them Rasheed against the Spurs. Wallace, Ben Wallace, uh, Rip, Duke, Hamilton, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey the, Billups, Chauncey Billups, Big Shot Billups. Yep. Um, yeah, that was one of those first teams that was similar to you know how the Spurs don't have like well they had stars, yeah. but it was like system basketball. That was one of those first ones where it was like man we don't know any of the guys on this team but they're just they're winning. And they're beating everybody. Yeah, they're fun Ben Wallace was a beast, though. The Malice at the Palace. I remember that. I was I watching. I was I watching that live. game. You did. Yeah. I turned it off right before it happened. Mm. I was just. I was watching it at home, and I forget what I, I had. I was like going out or something, and I turned it off. And sure enough, when I heard about it the next day, um, I looked at the timing of it, and it was literally like five minutes after I turned it okay. off. Okay. This is my worst sport story missing an event. Atlanta Falcons, Patriots, Super Bowl. At Lost Bar, watching it. Blowout. I'm happy. I'm like, thank God Tom Brady's not getting another ring. Now I'm kind of rooting for him because I want to see history, okay? But I was like, thank God he's not getting another ring. This game's over. This is a boring Super Bowl. Falcons have it. My girlfriend at the time, I was like, let's just go to Jim's, eat a steak, and go home. Do that. Pass out. Don't finish the rest of it. Wake up in the morning. Open up my Instagram, and all I see is Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Edelman. All this missed the entire end of it, dude. The really? Com- 
one of the greatest comebacks of all time. That game was so good. Oh, one, a less than one percent, and I was there watching it. I just left at halftime. I missed the greatest comeback in history. Yeah, that was such a cool game, and I feel really bad for the Falcons. I did too. And Matt Ryan, I felt super bad. You for him. felt just watch him on the bench. I rewatched the game now. I did the uh, like Game Pass or whatever, where he cuts out all the uh, commercials and in between whatever. So it's just play, 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 play. I I feel it like it's kind of crazy. Every um oh that's the way to watch football by the way. Oh yeah, well, that's why I love Red Zone. I'm done, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in the Octo Box. Yeah. <laughs> I got four games going, five games going. It don't matter. I love replays and stuff because they just eliminate all the time. If they somebody sat down and they did the the actual time football players are playing during the game, it's like 45 minutes. It's so it's so much less than yeah. the game's on for like what two and a half hours. But um, yeah, all <laughs> all right. of those Patriots Super Bowls, except for the last one, I thought the last one was super boring. But all those ones before, like in recent years... Well, the last one should have been the Saints. Yes, I 100% agree with should that. Should have been the Saints. I feel really bad for them in the last couple of years. Yeah, we had blown coverage in Minnesota. Then the worst, most abrupt helmet-to-helmet call. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I... I, I that's my team, so I'm maybe I'm just being biased and a little home cooking. But. Dude, I love the Saints right now. I feel like they were when they when they had um, Ingram on too. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years they should have. Won. Have you seen the Ravens though? They're calling it the Heisman package. Yeah, where they RG three Ingram and then Lamar Jackson all in the back. That's a bad group. What are you right gonna there? do? Yeah. How do you plan for that? You have to go man. You have to put a spy on Lamar. I don't know how you, I don't know what and you people, do. And people and people are saying that he needs to watch out because he's going to get hurt just he like RG three, but the way he runs is more fluid. RG three kind of ran like a horse. He is very like fluid because he, very he is like a legit running back. I'm not going to lie. I really like the way he runs, but brother, do you think he's going to get okay? You're big pissing off. Let's say the defense is on the field. It's the third quarter. Every third and short. The quarterback keeps sneaking up. You're tired. You're like, get this offense off the field. I'm tired. They keep getting us and burn us on third down conversions. One of these nose tackles, left end, right ends, a linebacker, when they can finally get you, they're going to make sure you pay for it, Ugh. dude. Because they're pissed. They're tired. Their defense is, everyone's pissed. That's what happens to those guys. That's why Baker Mayfield's not running. He says he's doing it because he wants to learn how to play in the pocket so he doesn't hurt himself. Can you imagine a 300-pound, 6'5", middle linebacker that's getting so pissed that you keep getting a yard on him for the next first down? Yeah. And the second he's got you, bro, you think he's just going to lay it easy? He'll take the penalty. He'll take whatever. He'll pay the de- the defensive coordinator is going to pay the fine for whatever happens, and he's going to make sure you don't fucking forget that. Yeah, dude, I wa- I watch those games, and every single play ends in a tackle, right? Which is usually at least one three hundred pound guy yeah. knocking you down. Just if if you're just a a, a normal person and you're in day to day life, and just go out on the grass and oh. just fall down. Just that in itself. Is That's not, enough. Just, then you add all the player weight, the speed and stuff. And now you got to do that a million times a game. 
yeah. and once a week for you know seven years or however long your career is yeah. it's just it's ridiculous that's why i like some like there's certain beasts that i love dude like darren sproles he's my size yeah he just retired i think i, heard, a I saw weeks ago. a letter he wrote saying something about his career in that oh he's hall of famer for sure first round first yeah. ballot hands down but one of the toughest guys i've ever seen and when he had that horrible leg injury maybe two or three years ago i thought he was done yeah. Then he came back and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He was like the PPR king oh, yeah. in the beginning of fantasy. And one of the best uh, punt returners and all that I've ever seen. Yeah. There was that one guy for the Bears. You remember uh, Devin? Was it Devin Hessner? That one guy that just had a bunch of – he was known for bringing it back to the house. Mm. On, I remember like Ty- Tyree Cohen is like the one on the Bears right now that I remember. Yeah. I have him in one, one of my leagues. He's, He's a very versatile player. Yeah. Best special team. I mean, you could line him up and do anything. I love players like what that. What do you think the evolution of football is going to be with that? I don't know because they're got running quarterbacks now. You got wide receivers that can pass when they do these weird. What do you think? Um, I'm not sure. I do love the running back being a, a, a receiver mm-hmm. now. Um. I love that. That's so much fun to watch, especially Kamara. if they're good at it. Yeah. Kamara is... James White and the Patriots. There's some good pass-catching running backs. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because I thought it was just going to go back to everything flying in the sky and stuff, but then you got Lamar Jackson now. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be an all-passing game. Yeah, and it just, it just depends on if you do it well, I guess, and if you are as good as Michael Vick was, then you can do that. So... I don't know what to. I, it really depends on the drafts and. I just don't know how these because these players are so well rounded. And. I just don't see what direction because they're only getting stronger. Yeah. So they're putting more limitations on what they can do in the game. Obviously, the helmet to helmet, not Miles Garrett. Oh my God, that was crazy. Re- yeah, th- he's gonna regret that for the. Re- I, mean, I feel I feel bad for that guy. Like he should not have done that. But also, Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph started it. He did, and you're also in a different mindset, man. When you get on the like, Miles Garrett writes poetry. He's got yeah, an he's amazing like, degree, and he said he's a pacifist, which I believe. But you have to get in game mode, dude. You got to psych yourself into it. That's why I feel bad for him. He must feel so. Yeah, he just, I mean, he's lucky that he literally just saw red. I'm sure, and just yep. was like, "You go primal." Yep. Plus whatever else they shoot you up with when you <laughs> yeah. go on there. I don't, I don't get that. That tent, this is a sneaky tent. Yeah, what goes on in that tent? I don't know. I saw one of the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, super tall, Mike Evans. He got. I saw him get so hurt. I was like, this guy's out of the game. He goes in the tent. He comes back 10 minutes later, ends up catching a 35-yard pass. Jumping for it, yeah. They He's shoot, just shooting they shoot stem them cells, with, yeah. And steroids, like that's a sneaky tent, bro. Yeah, can I get some of that? Yeah, <laughs> get through we, my we Mondays. Adderall and we got a, <laughs> I don't know what else we have, dude. It's been fifty-eight minutes. Dang, that was a that was a quick hour. It was. Yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, man. I want. Oh, I want to like promote the show, but let's shout out everyone in your band, dude. Because that show was so yeah. awesome. First off, thank you so much for getting me in there. Limelight, that was amazing. Runaway, single, out, dude. All that, just, it was awesome, dude. Uh, but yeah, shout out Chano, dude. Bass, 
amazing. I mean, God. we got Chana on bass. We got Busby on drums. My sister Dana, um, singing vocals. <clears throat> uh, which I'm trying to write more songs for her because she knocks it out of the park when I give her like feature songs. Yeah, and stuff. So I'm gonna try and do that a lot more. Thing where you she's can such get, like male and female. Exactly. Yeah, and she's such a better singer than I am. So <laughs> I shouldn't be hogging all the songs. She's pretty. She's pretty good. And then we got Chris Hansen on guitar. Who um, ripped Nick a solo Drake. that y'all did the whole side to side guitar thing. It was, that like, was almost fun. like watching like Thin Lizzy or something. Yeah, it was awesome. We got good pics of that too. I'm gonna post that in the next coming weeks and stuff. Um, I it's not really. Um, I don't know. It might be already sold out, but we are playing this Saturday um, for so far San Antonio, which is stands for songs from a room, and it's gonna be more kind of like an intimate acoustic kind of set. If you want to go on their website, so far, S-O-F-A-R, um, sanantonio.com, you can get tickets there. If they're still available, because they do it like kind of as a yeah, it's probably little exclusive. Out, I'll still post the link, but I'm pretty sure it'll be sold out. But that's it for the that's it for the year. I'm not going to book something else until January. Awesome. And so, follow you all on Southpaw, uh, spelled P-A-U-X. Southpox. Southpox. <laughs> Contracted Southpox. <laughs> we got the pox. But God. yeah, dude, it was fun. I'm really glad you got to come out. You said pox, and now I want to talk about uh, people who don't vaccinate and all that. Oh, God. You know, like, the bubonic plagues, like, in China right now? No, I didn't know it that. It came back. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I thought we've eliminated those things. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <coughs> what a weird way to end it. <laughs> yeah. Bubonic plague in China. End it, well, end next it with week. the plague. <laughs> <laughs> Well, next week we'll tune in and we'll dive deeper into the bubonic plague. China. Thank you, Andrew Bauer. As always, at Bowser on Instagram, at Salpaw on Instagram. And uh, we'll have you. You're definitely going to be here. I want you to roast me. So, Oh, God. I'm going to start joke writing tomorrow. Episode 100's coming up. We got, we're got 15 away from it. Dang. That's coming up fast, man. I originally had it scheduled. I thought episode 100 would be in April. But now I'm doing a little bit more. Yeah, you're cranking them out, man. I am. So it's going to be a little sooner than later. But Cool, man. I'm excited. Maybe we could do it around the Super Bowl. If I could plan. Dude, if I could plan February 2nd is the Super Bowl. If I could plan the roast and the Super Bowl all at the same time. Super roast. A super roast. Super roast cast. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to count out the weeks. I'll figure it out. Let me know, dude. Yeah, dude. And next time you go to a hockey game, let me know, dude. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Like, I will be so fanboyed out. I don't care. <laughs> I'm down, dude. That'll be a blast. Dude. Thanks awesome. for having me, man. I appreciate yeah, man. it. Uh, I'll talk to you later. And as always, thank you for listening. Then check out Spotify or tell your friends because I just got on Spotify in June. And it totally has changed the game. So thank you all so much who listen on Spotify. And if you're listening on Apple Music, I am on Spotify. Tell your friends. And I'm on everything except Pandora now. I cannot get on into Pandora's box. But I will figure out how to get into Pandora's box soon. Uh, love you all. Domcast episode 85. We out.